And I think it makes sense with what we're battling with uh, with COVID-19. We've we've really been taken into a space that we were not prepared for. And I feel our lifestyles were not ones that would complement good immunity to survive such a time. Yes, that is that is so true. That is so true. But uh, you know, we don't know as as communities, we, mm. uh, people are not aware that just eating healthy mm. helps you in in so many other different ways. Mm. Because um, if, for instance, this season uh, had caught you malnourished, mm. you know. Mm. Uh, malnutrition can by can be either um, you you are underweight or mm. you are overweight or mm. obese. Being overweight in our culture means that you are happy, you eat well, and yes. what you, but it is not necessarily healthy mm. because it leads to other problems, you know, uh, to other conditions non uh, that are known as non communicable diseases mm. or diseases of lifestyle because Mm -hmm. you are overweight or obese you are at risk of having a hypertension or a heart condition Mm -hmm. and also because you are underweight so underweight you are at risk of key micronutrients even when you are obese actually you can be a deficient you know of key micronutrients Mm -hmm. that are good for your body Mm -hmm. and for your immune system Mm-mm. Yes, yeah. One of the major nutritional concerns during the COVID nineteen pandemic, though. Mm-hmm. What? Excuse me. What are they? The major nutritional concerns during the COVID nineteen pandemic. Okay. Um, during the the COVID uh, nineteen uh, pandemic, the the major concerns obvious. Okay, they are not obvious, <laughs> but. <laughs> But, you know, a research shows us that um, malnutrition is a problem. Mm-hmm. Malnutrition is a pr- problem. As I mentioned, malnutrition means under or over. Mm. And, and is reduced and physical in, activity also something that we should be concerned about, considering that we were confined to our homes, we couldn't exercise, and if I'm trying to then work on being of proper weight, for yes. lack of a better word, and I'm obese, then there wasn't much that I could do in that space. Yes. Okay, during that time, yes, you are so right. People did not have the opportunity to, mm. do, to, to, to do physical exercise, and people were confined at home. But there was also a very positive aspect during, during this time of COVID, that we, we were all preparing food from home. Mm, mm, mm. And this should have been an opportunity that we take, you know, moving forward. Mm. Now, uh, assist, uh, you know, us as dietitians, mm. assisting and recommendation and recommend recommending food choices that are healthy. All right. So, to what extent was food insecurity and undernutrition a problem in South Africa prior to uh, COVID nineteen? Uh, prior to COVID nineteen, uh, food insecurity. South Africa actually doesn't have a food insecurity at a national level. Mm. But when you come to household level, you find mm. that there are households that that uh, run without food. So when you look at, at the stats um, closely, you, re, you, you we find that, um, you know, food insecurity um, is, is, is still there. Mm. 
mm. in, in our country as much as South Africa is taken to be one of those countries that can afford. All right. You know, you mentioned um, non-communicable diseases. And I don't know if I'm the only person who thinks that's that's a new word for me. What is non-communicable diseases? Non-communicable diseases are those diseases that are not infectious. Mm. Yes. I, I made I also made an example. I said in other words they are diseases of lifestyle. They are non communicable. Right. They don't cause infection. Mm. They are not transmitted from one person to the other. Mm, because we need that clarity on these things. Sometimes we, we keep quiet and we act like we know what it is. And then someone says, uh-huh. you have a non-communicable disease. And then, hey, I'm offended. Why would say, uh-huh. you know, because I don't understand what a non-communicable disease is. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, that is so true. But um, just to go back to your question of, of food insecurity, mm. uh, by 2017, um, at household level, mm. 20% of South Africans um, we're food insecure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, I, I can imagine that maybe things got a little worse, you know, during the COVID-19 period as far as, you know, food insecurities on, on, on a lower level? Yes. Uh, things became, uh, you know, even worse because people lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. So, people can no longer afford food and then also food production also became a problem, even though uh, food production was, was you know, uh, people that produce food could still, uh, what do you call, uh, could still continue farming. Mm-hmm. But because there was not enough in, in income, they were not mm-hmm. generating income, a lot of people were laid off from work. And yeah, and and there were so many problems, mm, and true, those true. Th- that that were in sectors that um uh, that that went on uh, on on lockdown mm. lost their jobs. Yes. So uh, household food uh, insecurity came and uh, for sure became quite worse. Mm. Now that uh, yeah. you know the gyms are open, the restaurants are also open. You know how does obesity and or non-communicable diseases affecting people with COVID-19? Because I feel now we have an opportunity to do something about it, but we want to know how is it affecting people with COVID-19? Okay. Uh, Let me put it this way. Um, uh, There there is a lot of reports that show us, you know, worldwide, that show us that most of the people that died from COVID-19 mm. were those with with comorbidities. And comorbidities include non-communicable diseases like your hypertension, like mm. your diabetes, heart conditions, and and so many, you know, um, uh, uh, lifestyle diseases. Yeah. For like lifestyle diseases. Yeah, all those lifestyle diseases. So all those people with those conditions were at a higher risk of dying than those that didn't have. Mm. And those people that were at healthy weight and were healthy, mm. uh, their immune system was obviously good for them to be able to, to you know, to survive the pandemic. Mm. 
And I've... those that were underweight as well, mm. obviously their immune system is also compromised. So mm, mm. They, are, they were also at risk of dying. All right. So now that we know that we definitely need to get back to the gym and not consume as much fast foods as we we would prefer, especially having had the restaurants closed for so long, are there specific yes. foods or nutrients that can help then to boost immunity? Yes. There are no okay. Uh, there are no specific foods that boost immunity. Mm. So what I'm trying to say here, you know, uh, during the pandemic, everybody was going for ginger, everybody yeah. was going for vitamin C, everybody. That is not enough to 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 have a a good immune system. We need to consume a variety of foods because um, the body needs the variety of all those micronutrients, mm. all mm. those vitamins and minerals from a variety of foods. So what is important is that we, we consume a variety of whole foods uh, versus foods that are highly processed because those foods that are highly processed have got less nutrients. Mm. So by home food, important. you would mean homegrown? Yes. I, I mean whole foods. Whole, yes. oh. Whole, whole, whole. Oh, I th- okay. I thought you said home. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Whole foods. It is, and mostly, you know, those that are grown at home that mm. we can even grow in our own gardens. Mm. Um, we, I mean, um, yeah, starchy foods that we can grow in our own gardens, mm. vegetables and fruits that we can grow in our own gardens. Those are very important. Consuming legumes. For protein, we don't necessarily need um, uh, red meat to be particular, in particular. Mm. But if we can't afford red meat, we can also consume legumes. And when we talk legumes, we're talking about your beans, mm. your beans, your lentils, your dal, for those that consume dal, sweet mm. peas and so forth. Those are, are quite high in protein as well. So so the, the the take-home message is to consume a variety. Try to consume very little of the processed foods because processed foods are normally high in sugar content and also in salt content. All because right. <laughs> all those ingredients assist to make them thirsty because they are not their original mm-hmm. foods. They are quite highly processed. And also consuming uh, clean, safe water is, mm. is key compared to to these uh, drinks which are high in sugar content. Mm. So, yeah, th- those are the recommendations that I would love to share with the listeners. So for someone who does not have a garden, you know, someone who's renting who says, okay, I can't plant something in my backyard, but I'd like to know when going to the shops, what is it that I should uh, consider? What are the important points to consider when buying food? Okay. Um, it's important to buy those whole wheat uh, food. Bread, mm. you, you, do, you, you, you buy brown or whole wheat bread instead mm. of white bread. Mm. Brown rice instead of white rice. Mm. And there's also now brown, uh, what you call pasta, you know, 
There is also high fiber uh, pasta that is available at the market. So those are the few examples and lots of fresh fruits and vegetables instead of the of the ones that are processed. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are there are also vegetables that are in the tin for those that uh, what you call those that um, might might not have time to go and buy every time. But uh, we encourage consumers to read their labels, you know, to mm-hmm. check the sugar and the and the salt content of of these foods that are packaged. But fresh. It's, uh, but the the the, the priority, the Rolls Royce, is your fresh fruits and fresh vegetables, and your frozen vegetables. Most of them also are are quite okay. I was can, about to uh, ask because I'm a fan of the frozen. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, that they they are also they are also fine. All right. No, thank you very much, Sis Andy. Because of time, I'm going to have to cut you right there. But I think I am not far off. We just need to improve here and there and then start getting a a lot more active. That is right. Healthy lifestyle means eating healthy, um, physical activity, avoid smoking, sleep well, you know, have enough sleep and try to reduce the amount of stress. All right. Thank you very much, this Andy. So please enjoy the rest of your evening. Okay. Thank you so much. And thank you to the listeners as well. Have All a right. good, e- good evening. Bye. Bye. That was Registered Dietitian and Spokesperson of Association for Dietics in South Africa, this is Andy Swangaka, speaking on some of the things that we need to note, especially it being a National Nutrition and Obesity Week. So, it's not going to help if you're not changing your entire lifestyle to boost immunity and ensure Guzi, even if you do get COVID-19, at least you survive. It's Brian Temba, the love song. Graz Feb.